Hey, welcome back to another episode of 10 Minutes with Dad. I'm Seth, your host, and I'm here for the next 10 minutes to talk to you about things that dads deal with. Uh, I'm here because suitupministries.org exists. And if you have not checked out suitupministries website, suitupministries.org, you are missing out on all things dad. Suitup has a mission to get men off the bench and into the game to be the dad that God has called you to be. Uh, And maybe you're a dad that feels alone, feels isolated, doesn't feel like you uh, have any connections or friends. And listen, men, you're not alone. There are many, many men out there who don't have a friend. Stop and think about it. How many men do you know that have a good friend? Maybe maybe you're one of the lucky ones that has great friends and in a good group. Uh, but if not, we want to offer huddles for you. We, huddles are available to you all around the Houston area. All you have to do, go to suitupministries.org uh, and check out the huddles that are in this area. There, we have a map, an interactive map that can tell you where all the, the meetings are. And if you don't find one that you're looking for, hey, hit me up, Seth, at suitupministries.org, and I will point you in the right direction of a huddle near you. Well, today with 10 Minutes with Dad, we are talking about having good conversations, having a good conversation with your kid. How how often do you sit down and just have a good conversation with your kids? Or honestly, the way that I like to do it the most is when have you taken an opportunity, when the opportunity presents itself to have a good conversation with your kids? And have you ever thought about what is the difference between hearing and listening? Uh, If you've paid attention to any marriage podcast or any marriage talk at all, that you know that hearing and listening are very, very different animals. Uh, Hearing is the physical reaction of the brain to sound waves, but listening requires you to focus and to make use of what you're hearing. I can't tell you how often I've heard parents say that if their kids would listen to them on things, it would be a lot better for the entire family. Well, guess what? Uh, This week, we're going to take a few minutes to talk about just that issue and help you make that happen. Uh, The the unfortunate reality uh, when raising kids is that an awful lot of learning occurs through failure. And what I mean is that children are learning what to do by just plugging along, doing what they think is right until somebody says, no, 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 don't do that. Now, that's a tough way to learn, and it can get bothersome over time because you're always wondering who's going to be the next person that's going to tell me what I did was wrong, right? You think if you, your boss was like that. What, what, if, what if we made a shift in the way we teach our kids? Rather than waiting for it to go wrong, you can start thinking about how do we want this to go right? So here's a few ideas to consider. Uh, number one, be proactive. That means think about what skills your kids need before they actually need it. Have you ever taken your, your kid to a funeral? I know that's a dark and depressing thought. In fact, I I oversaw three this weekend. But there are certain ways that we want our kids to respond when they go into a funeral. And that's not something that they do all the time. If there are things that we expect for them, then we need to be intentional about communicating them ahead of time before we walk into that situation. Now, here's the second thing about teaching them. It, it helps what's going on in their world to move forward 
from abstract ideas to concrete ideas. So uh, let's say that you want your child to be polite. Well, what does that mean? How am I polite? Does polite mean when I'm with my grandparents, uh, it looks different than being polite when I'm with my friends? So take that idea of being polite and, and make it concrete and explicitly teach it to them in a way that it, it should be wherever they are and, and recognize that it's going to change over the years. But be proactive. Help move these abstract ideas to concrete ideas and then make it fun. The truth is, our kids are going to remember what we did more than what we say anyway. It's the whole Charlie Brown teacher phenomenon. Uh, you know what I'm talking about. That if we go on and on, eventually what they're going to hear is just the wah, 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 wah. And here, let's take these ideas and make them active. And here's a great way that you can help your child learn what it means to be polite in a concrete and active way. Uh, you can take a tube of toothpaste and say, we're going to have a competition to see who's going to be the fastest one to empty this. You start and you squeeze all the toothpaste onto a piece of paper and you say, okay, now it's your turn. You got to see if you can beat my time. They think they're going to be squeezing enough more toothpaste, but instead you give them the empty tube of toothpaste and a plastic knife and say, you've got to get all this toothpaste back into the container faster than I got it out. Now, they're going to look at you like you're crazy. But here's the truth. You cannot get hunks of toothpaste back into the container. It's impossible. Have you tried? Just, just like our words. If you do that activity, they're going to remember that lesson. And if you want it, teach it. Be proactive. Take an abstract idea and make it concrete. But make it fun. Dads, if you do that, don't be surprised when you see some of those great things that you want more of in the lives of your kids start to become reality. Again, men, you recognize this as if you're married, but selective hearing is the gift of hearing only what we want to hear, no matter how much is being said, or even if it even what is being said. Selective hearing is a gift kids often seem to be born with. That's why it's so important for parents to make every word count. The average preschooler, their, their attention span, it's three to seven minutes, depending on the activity, honestly. And for older kids, it only goes up to 12 or 17 minutes, and that's if you have a pretty significant activity going on. So, so based on that fact, our kids are bombarded with words, words and more words every day at school, online, friends, uh, from you. And, and wouldn't you agree that it's imperative to make each word count, knowing that they only get to hear so much? So get the most of your conversations with your kids. You'll find each of these following tips bring about great results. Uh, the first one is limit the number of questions that you ask. The second is make the most out of the questions that cannot be answered. Make, make sure that most of the questions that you have that can't be answered with a simple yes or no answer. Make, make it abstract. Make, or make it them have to come up with a good answer. Don't let I don't know be an option. Share your life with your kids. Tell them about your life experiences at their age. And speak in a soft, calm, non-accusatory fashion, even when you're angry. That means you might have to walk away for a minute. 
Say what you mean and mean what you say. To do otherwise is to demolish your credibility. Don't nag and speak to your kids the way you want them to speak to you. Honestly, and to wrap up, I I want you to ask that you focus your heart and mind on the following scripture to encourage you in listening to God rather than just hearing Him, especially in the raising of your children. 2 Chronicles chapter 7, verses 14. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sin and heal their land. James, the brother of Jesus, put it this way in James 1, verse 22. Do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourself. Do what it says. Men, you can have incredible, incredible conversations with your kids if you will just take a minute to make sure that they're, the things you're asking them to do and the, the, the expectations you have on them aren't abstract but are concrete. And if you'll do these few things, you will go a long way in, in developing the conversational habits of your kids, but also the expectations that you have will be met because your kids will know exactly what you're looking for. Again, thank you so much for, for joining us on 10 Minutes with Dad. This has been a great week, and I look forward to seeing you again next week. Again, if you haven't had a chance, go to suitupministries.org and uh, join us there in our mission of engaging dads. We'll talk to you next week.